This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Have you seen that they've brought the breakfast wrap back? Oh, have they? Yeah, they have. I can't wait to get my hands on one. I don't doubt it, mate. I'm looking forward to trying their cheesy bacon flatbread. Oh, you saw. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello everyone and welcome along to another episode of Borough Pods. Tonight, Nate, Jay and I will talk about Carlisle, Salford, the end of season awards and some post-season action. Welcome to Borough Pods. Seriously, you've got to support English sides in Europe. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. You do. Why? Why? So you get to see the best absolute, football. You absolutely oh. despise this team on a Saturday, but on a Thursday, it's like, oh, oh, I'm English. I've got to support an English team when they're, they're represented by two Englishmen on the field. You just okay. asked me why, and then you wouldn't let me answer. Well, I heard, I heard your answer. It was just bull****. No, it wasn't. <laughs> absolute He's going to be fuming when I agree with Drackers, then. Week in, week out, you get to see the best players in the world play in our football league. So, the better we do in Europe, the better it is for the Premier League. Shut up, you sausage. All right, you s***. Hello, darling. If only, mate, if only. (laughs) How's it going? You You had a good weekend? Oh, don't all rush to answer me. <laughs> I did. It was, it was my wife's birthday Friday, then mine Saturday, and uh, yeah, it was a bank holiday. Absolute bonus, isn't it? It's unbelievable. Yeah, what a touch. Really, really good. And I suppose it's probably good for you because you had to come all the way back from from Carlisle and get there, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, without losing a day. I'm sure. So yeah, no, it was all right. It was good. Good weekend yourself. It was good. I had a weekend full of chores after being away the weekend before. But, you know, you, f- you fit in sport around the chores, it's fine. And you're telling me you could not have come to Carlisle. Absolute, absolute waffle, mate. Give us yeah. a uh, give us a breakdown of your chores, Pat. I'm really interested. Oh, do you really want to know? <laughs> I, do, uh, I really do want to know. I cleaned three bathrooms, did a little laundry. He's uh, got three bathrooms. a couple bathrooms. of meals for this oh, week. You even popped so some pack. carrots, you know, all that sort of jazz. Where do you live in Poplars? We have free toilets. Are you cleaning your, <laughs> are you cleaning your next door neighbours just because you're bloody lovely? No. Um, I'm, I, I bet he would if they asked, though, wouldn't he? He would. He'd be <sighs> round there. Victoria's lovely, of course I would. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> you got free toilets. I, I don't see why this is so exciting. Yeah. Wow, what a guy. I don't. Come on, what else you got? What else you do? <laughs> Oh, I'll clean my bird feeders. That'll, that'll spice you up. <laughs> oh, now we're talking. Do you Got iron your underwear? once a month. Keep your birds safe. Do you iron your underwear and bedding? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, I, I, I uploaded a picture of uh, my wife ironing our bed once. 
she literally like the bedding she put the bedding on and then she just ironed it and I was like you are absolutely mental <laughs> who irons bedding and underwear mate honestly absolute lunatics yeah I reckon the iron comes out of the understairs cupboard like about a week and a half before we have to go to a wedding or something. So, like, <laughs> you know, I'm nearly 40. It's like once every three and a half years at this point. Um, I, I, I can't be arsed with ironing. I don't. I think I could probably count the amount of minutes I've spent ironing in my entire life on one hand. Welcome to Borough Real Men's Podcast. On tonight's episode, we're discussing Pat's chores and Nate's ironing <laughs> habits. <laughs> oh, it's the end of the season, isn't it? We are. I, I'm going to... I'm gonna put I'm gonna put that on as the intro rather than <laughs> Pat, Pat's little ditty. Fair. Oh wow. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we've all had a good weekend. Wonderful, Nate. Come on, tell us about your weekend. You you had to uh, find yeah. a million wind socks. <laughs> yeah. Well, genuinely one of the most straightforward and traffic-free journeys of my life. <clears throat> uh, I picked Dean up, like. About half past seven, we went over to Hitchin Kitchen for a fry up. Tidy, run it to the Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, and then we, um, well, I mean, not pretty, but absolute garbage, but you know, sort of like filthy good. Uh, and then we uh, just, you know, straight up, straight up the A one, and then across the Pennines. It was absolutely delightful. Not, not a single was it, bit was of traffic. It chat all the way, eh? chat all the way or singing yeah i'm intrigued to know what you were listening yeah, to yeah no we were talking um what were we listening to um i put on my playlist called good shit um it's right. 40 hours long wow um we also listened to uh a podcast um and i i'm gonna drop myself right in it here it's the other podcast i do it was one of the episodes that we've done recently patrick was on it it was uh it was a quiz episode and it was bloody entertaining as all hell it was a really funny episode so entertaining yeah so listen to yourself i mean that is that's epic yeah wow genuine genuinely absolutely hilarious i don't i don't even care mate i had has me in stitches every time you said a funny joke on it do you look at dean and just smile like that i didn't need to he was already pissing himself laughing (laughs) um we we talked about but we listen listen it's so funny coming up Listen, we talked. We talked about life. We talked about you know stuff. It was good. I've, I've known Dean for a very long time, and it's uh, it's nice to nice to have a good old good I old could, run of time. I could do this with Dean. Well, he's a nice. Well, you guy didn't, did you? You bet. Um, no. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. No, it was cool. We got we we got up there in in. I mean, literally like three hours and forty five minutes, which I feel like should be impossible, but. Hey ho, there we are. It may be, mate. It was probably a little bit longer than that, but I think that's that's about the amount of time we were driving. We did stop, stop for a pee break, um, near Scotch Corner. Um, yeah, and then we went to the grounds, and they've got that little fan zone where you you know they've got benches out, and they've got like a little a little like mobile pub thing. Got a couple of pints. The best burger I've ever had at a stadium. Genuinely, ge- genuinely sensational. Like it was proper. Wow. The bun was good. It wasn't stale like the shit you get at Borough. Um, the burger was a proper. Basically, like they had they had these massive like tubs of like basically like meatballs. Then and then you know they put it, put it on the put it on the thing and they smash it down. It's proper smash burgers. Smash smash burgers. Genuinely, genuinely sensational. 
Um, yeah, I, I, the burger was the best bit about the afternoon, to be honest. The game yeah. was proper pony. I um, I didn't watch it and I didn't listen to it, so I'm standing good stead to comment oh, on everything you're about to talk oh, about. Oh, well, brilliant. Um, no, honestly, honestly, yeah. it was so boring, the game. We, we, I, I didn't catch his name. Uh, us, me and Dean stood next to some Scottish bloke called Craig, and he once I said, well, I mentioned the podcast, and he said, oh, you must be Nate, and then pulled a face. Uh, so if you're, listen, if, you're, if you're listening, didn't go unnoticed. Uh, nah, nah, I'm t- I, 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 no, no, I'm joking. Two massive steps to the right. No, I, 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 I kid, I kid. He was a, he was a lovely bloke, and we had a good chat about football and borough and how crap everything is at the moment, and how crap all the players are. Um, it was wonderful. Um, what else happened? Oh, I, as we were pulling into the stadium. Farley and his crew were stood right in the middle of the road, so I had my car at him and literally missed him by about an inch, and he sh- absolutely shot <laughs> bed. And I wound the window, window down. I was like, "All right, you knob, get out of the road." Uh, and then a couple of minutes later, I saw Dino and uh, Dean and Steve, and uh, oh, yeah. I, I, I wound down the window and I was like, "I said, Steve, I was like, Don't, you're not very happy with them, are you?" And he and he was like, "No." And then Dean Dean said, "We've seen loads of wind socks." <laughs> but honestly, honestly, uh, I don't. I I know this is a. I know this is farcical, basically, because you know we're here to talk about the game. But genuinely, the game was so. Shit, there's nothing to talk about. They dominated possession, it, and it was go one on, of those on, games Pat. where um, Dean and Steve spent more of their time reminiscing and telling entertaining stories than they did talking about the game because there was that little to talk about. Yeah, I must say, when you uh, when you have to sit next to Steve and do that, and there is nothing going on, it's quite possibly the hardest job ever to do. It's awful. Yeah. I remember that, remember that this, the lockdown season when there was games where nothing was going on and there was, wasn't even any atmosphere in the stadium yeah. to try and talk about something that yeah. wasn't even happening. Uh, it's a it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a difficult it's a difficult job for sure. I'm going to very quickly go through go through the match stats. Um, Carlisle had more shots, they had more possession, their pass success rate was 74%, which is fantastic. Um, they uh, completed successfully completed way more dribbles than us. We won the aerial duel, apparently. Um, we were even on tackles, they had five corners uh, to our two, and they won possession off of us seven times to our three. Um, I think it was a really genuinely poor performance. It We're safe. You could see that in the energy levels on the pitch. No one, I'm going to say it, absolutely everybody out there just looked like no one could be asked. And that may be hard. That may be harsh because I can't, like, it's like, and I've said it before, and I sort of, I always sort of feel like uh, maybe I shouldn't say it because I can't, it's, it's, it's genuinely probably a really insulting thing to say. To somebody who, somebody who you know, Don't they're going out, they're going out, going out and putting the effort in on the field, and you're stood there on the sidelines saying yeah. you're not trying. But for great swathes of that game, there was just no energy. No one cared. We're safe. They're on the plane. We touched on this the last podcast though, saying, and I, I said I thought we might make a few changes, which. I don't know whether they were uh, were meant, the likes of Frost are coming in, et cetera, et cetera, uh, and whether Evans wanted to have a look at them. But um, football, and I guess League 2 football, and especially from from all of our understanding about contracts for the rest of the season, yeah. 
all of those blokes need a job next mm-hmm. year. Yeah. And I, I can't see that a team labouring in 22nd position um, are being looked at and thinking, we'll go and get them. Let's do it. So you would have thought that, regardless if it was playing for Steve Evans, you'd be putting yourself out there on the shop window to get a job elsewhere. I just don't get that. I don't get that on the beach uh, mentality. I'm not saying that that's wrong, by the way. I think you're right. I think it's job done. Maybe there's been so much pressure the last couple of months to get the job done, and now we're over yeah. the line. It's like, well, it is what it is. We're looking forward to the summer now. No, I was going to say, it's like there might be an element of we've got some players in on pretty short-term contracts, like people like Lines and Upson, they're in for six months, so no particular loyalty to this club. You know, they're doing it as a job, and that's fair enough. And if yeah. you're an old journeyman with no, a big no back catalogue of um, what you can deliver as a footballer, you don't need this six months to earn your next job, particularly if you've got 10 years of being a quality central midfielder in your bank, like Chris Lyons does. So it feels yeah. like maybe it's a bit, you know, you play within yourself, you protect yourself. Because if you get injured now, putting it all on the line in a game that doesn't matter, your next contract's fucked. And if your next contract's fucked when you're a 34-year-old midfielder in League Two, that might be your last one. So I can sort of forgive them for playing within themselves a little bit particularly if they've already decided, I don't want to be at Stevenage next year. I'm not playing to get into Steve Evans' good graces, particularly. I'm protecting myself for whatever comes next. I was um, I was in the gym this morning, as I, as I do most days, and I was talking to Harry Draper. Do you remember him? Yes, big striker went on to Hitch. So Harry Draper is still a con... He's turned in to one of my absolute star players on Football Manager. <laughs> absolute he, um... scoring for fun. Unbelievable. Well, it, that that won't happen. He's still contracted by the club, and uh, I was talking to him because he, he used to come to uh, my. He, he went to junior school with my youngest daughter, and then came to Marriott's where, where I work. So I've got I've got quite a good relationship with him. I had a long chat with him, saying what's happening, and basically he's done his ACL meniscus, blah 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 blah. blah. So he, he'll never oh, be able right, to play yeah. football at a league nah. again. But the club has still got him contracted. But they've said go and find jobs to do go, go and find something you want to do whilst you're still pl- being paid I presume yeah, by them yeah. don't know how contracts work. but then it, then it made me start thinking about um, all the other players that have been with us and have just dropped down again someone for example um, who, who it, I'm sure after speaking to him a few times must have loved being a professional footballer and this is why I don't get this on the beach mentality by the way someone like Ben Nugent now I know that he had a, quite a lot of stick from Borough fans um, sometimes just sometimes I, I disagreed with it however he is no longer playing good football. And I think to myself, no. can you imagine being a footballer, um, going in three days a week training, travelling all around the UK, pretty yeah. much getting a good packet in League Two, better than most blokes your age would be, if that makes sense, to then drop yeah. out into the conference or conference north or south. That must be absolutely horrendous because League Two don't play. So, gut- so gutting, isn't it? Oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine that? How many players have had yeah. do that as well? I thought I thought Nugent was really inconsistent, but he had some absolutely belting games. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like when he was on it, he was sensational. It's just you know, to be completely fair, he wasn't on it often enough. Yeah, yeah. No, I do agree. Um, but what a rubbish job, by the way, isn't it? Knowing that every two yeah. years you're worrying about where I'm going. If you take the likes of, uh, like we said a minute ago, Lines and a few other of the lads, they spend their life living in the, the Cromwell with Dean, and you just think to yourself. Wow, no. really? Yeah. That is just not not fun at all. Uh, and it's amazing, really. And then you look at someone like, um, sorry, I could I could talk about this all day. I'm quite, I'm quite passionate about it. Um, someone like Dean Parrott, who's now doing tiling for a living. 
Yeah. I mean, that's that's incredible, isn't it? He that's- was he he was listed in. I think it was the. Uh, the Telegraph's uh, players, uh, players to watch in 2007. Yeah, like, yeah. They were like touting him as like the midfield general for England at like the 20, oh, uh, the 2014 World Cup or whenever it was. So, so not only is it is it such a short, short career, but it could be shorter if you end up dropping out of the football league like yeah. the Oldham players, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They're not even earning enough money to set themselves up into a good business when they've left and gone out, oh, going into development or. Yeah, I'm doing this. They're going out on the tools, and I find that really sad. I find that really, really sad. There we go. The, the the at the end of the day, there's not enough there's not enough squad positions for everybody who's good at football. Good isn't yeah. good isn't good enough. And if you're injury prone and you're only good enough to play at League One, League Two level, you're just going to play non-league football. If you can't if you can't stay healthy, like that's that's a big thing with Parrot in it. Like he was sensational when he was on it. He just could never stay healthy enough. And yeah. So that's, that's yeah. the same with a lot of players at this level. It makes it all the more obscene that there's players at the top level that earn as much in a week as some players do in their entire careers. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah, definitely. I fully agree with that. Pat. It's obscene. But, but but at the same but at the same time that that become that becomes um, they you know they, they these players earning these insane wages become a product of the environment that they're playing in. You know you got you got players like Cristiano Ronaldo who signs for Man United. He's getting paid I don't know what it is half a million a week or some shit. Yeah. The amount of money United earned on shirt sales in the first month of him being there is paid for him for a year. Mad, isn't it? Absolutely mental. People get angry that Premier League footballers earn so much. But like, it's because they generate more than they get paid for these clubs so they can give give them and, the money. That's, and that's the fans, how it is. But the fans demand it. You take, uh, I won't use Man, Man City, or I've got one in the background of it, but Man United, for example... They'll pay the money to go with their season tickets, but um, they pay it because they're demanding their team gets the best players out there. Uh, mm-hmm. If they didn't get the best players out there, they wouldn't pay the season ticket prices. They wouldn't go. Man United wouldn't be in the Premier League and pushing top six. I mean, they've got a big real re- re- rebuild to go, haven't they, really, from where they are now. But, you know, yeah, fans demand the best players, the best team. So, yeah, it's a vicious circle, isn't it? Should we move on? <laughs> I'm going to start taking my little girl to see Stevens women. She she was talking about it the other day. Anyway, bring them to the Lamex. Yeah, no, bring uh, yeah, them, bring them always, to the Lamex. Always been a hot topic of conversation. Kick, I know. kick Spurs under 23s out. Yeah. And let the women play there. Once again, though, you're going to start knocking on financial implications. And I think Spurs, yeah. not that I know. It's all right. I think Jeff well. Bezos has got us covered on that front. <laughs> I'd rather watch <laughs> Stevenage women play than Spurs youth team. Yeah, but Spurs, yeah. Spurs, Spurs. I know I'm in the minority. I don't care. Spurs will pay the club a lot more money than the women will generate from free ticket sales. It's just how it is, unfortunately. Whatever. While while we're on the subject of women's football, shout out to Newcastle United women who played in front of more than twenty thousand against Anik recently. That's uh, kind of breakthrough stuff. It, it it shows what you can achieve if you let the women's team play at your actual home grounds so players in the local area can more sorry fans in the local area can more easily come and watch it anyway uh, let's talk about Salford uh, for go, going from one uh, one type of football that, where there's not enough money to one type of football where there is too much money Salford FC oh, oh 91 grand a week yeah it's ridiculous 91 grand a week they're losing to be in League 2 for a 4th or 5th consecutive season oh your heart bleeds doesn't it garbage isn't it absolute garbage and I, my um, my niece's uh, fella is a Salford fan, Oof. 
Uh, and I was, she she was at the Peninsula Stadium, Peninsula Stadium on Monday, watching watching them uh, fail to qualify to, to make the playoffs. Yeah. And uh, I I sent her about two hundred messages laughing. <laughs> it just means there's nothing important on Saturday. Complete dead game. That is, I'm I'm actually sort of secretly pleased I can't make it now. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it still. I, I honestly uh, I always get to this time here and look forward to the break away from football just just a, a few weeks I mean when, when is it the season kicks off again on the 30th oh, mate, of July doesn't it it's so start yeah don't see oh. it's not very long until it starts again no nah, nah. so yeah um, yeah sadly I, there's nothing to say about it is there really you know um, it's another game we can't we can't go down they can't go up done one thing we didn't touch on though was that that uh, was the interview with Steve Evans after the game on on Saturday. Which oh yeah, it was really on. interesting. It was really intriguing. It, a bit enlightenment that he's definitely going to be here next year and come mm-hmm. next Monday uh, is the uh, you you're, we is should get the release list. Plan? I don't think you'll get it Monday. I think you'll get it a few days after they'll turn oh, that around. Go. But yeah, Steve Stephen has never do things in a in a timely fashion, do they? Well, there'll be people that want to talk about their deals and. Etc. Etc. So it'll be interesting to see, but yeah, I don't know. But yes, yeah, well, well, yeah, we should get something next week. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it won't. It won't be a completed list, will it? We so we Stephen and always seem to drip feed the uh, yeah the releases. Yeah. You've got to keep keep people interested over the summer, right? One piece of news a day, <laughs> and you've got to precede yeah. it with like tweets of just clocks and eyes and pictograms and stuff. <laughs> I don't, I don't think it's going to be hard, Pat, keeping them interested. They'll be signing one player a day. That's 30 days' worth of, uh, of, <laughs> yeah. of player releases that Steve Evans that we need to do this summer, so we'll be fine. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no. I'm, let's, let's, let's... All right, well, look, we're not going to talk about Salford then. Bin them nah. off. No one, no one wants to talk about Sky FC, do they? No. Um, so, Shil, what's 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 uh, I've lost our list of topics. Uh, well, the only, the only is... interesting thing that's happening on Saturday is after the game, really, and I think we were going to go the... on and talk about that, haven't we? We are, yeah. That, that's exactly what I was about to say. So, we've got the end of season awards coming up. So, we've got the press release. The, the club's press release said that we've got the Supporters Association Player of the Year awards. Um, we've got the Players Player of the Year award, and we've got the Youngest Player of the Year award, which I've got to assume is a typo, and I just mean Young Player of the yeah. Year, not the not the youngest, because as Pat so diligently pointed out, that only qualifies for the one that was born last. So um... <laughs> I'm a parent. What can I say? What a guy! <laughs> so so let's 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 go through and have a have a conversation about who we think. Who we think? Should we say who who we who we think deserves the award, and then who we think's going to win it? Because <laughs> yeah. I can guarantee those are two different f-ing things. Yeah, who's going to win the Luke Norris Awards? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's that's it, isn't it? Supporters Association Player of the Year Award, which is obviously voted by members of the SA. Um, I remember Dean Thompson slating me when I picked Matt Godden for Player of the Season one year. Because oh, you always go strikers. Everyone always goes strikers. It's just the easy copper option. Genuinely think he that season was the player we could least well replace if he went out of the squad, and that's a decent way to try and pick him. I mean, that's that's he he was the he was the most prolific scorer in in Europe for like 
two, like like seven eight weeks solid. Mm-hmm. So it's probably fair, right? So. And you know me, we I'm haven't a boring had right back. I like boring defensive football. So it, it really grates on me to pick a striker just because he's scoring loads of goals. But so does so does Dean though, doesn't he? He's been he's riding Luther since he joined the club, hasn't he? <laughs> Um, that explains a few things. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but if you're going to take it like that, then uh, there uh, we go. So supporters, so supporters, supporters association player of the year voted by SA members. Um, like you said, it's going to be Luke Norris, isn't it? We've got 33 percent of the shares here each, so let's let's go for it then. Pat, who's your 33 percent going to? I mean, honestly, people are short-sighted, right? So Pross is most likely. I think on balance, what? I would go what? Jake Reeves. Pro- I said Pross instead of Norris every fucking time. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Norris is most likely because he's done the most for us recently. I think I would go Jake Reeves on balance in terms of impact to the team when available. Yeah, so I'd 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 agree. I think it's probably going to be Norris, and I would I would even give it to Norris. Um, but the player that I've enjoyed watching the most this season, without a doubt, is Jake Reeves. Yeah, I'd uh, and again, I'd agree. I think it'll go to Norris, although if Reeves would have been fit now, I think it would have been a different outcome. However, yeah, absolutely. I think there's one player that we're glossing over as well. I think without him this season, it would have been a lot, lot worse out there. And that would be Scott oh, yeah. Cuthbert. Yeah, fair. Yeah, I, um, I don't think he'll get anywhere near it. He won't win anything. But I think without Cuthbert, oh my God, could you imagine some of those results? Yeah, you don't know if you're beating hearts till it stops, do you? Yeah, oh, seriously, <laughs> I think the guy is <laughs> such a poet. Wow. Uh... Yeah, I think Scott Cuthbert's been brilliant this year, and I'd be really disappointed to see him go and not play any form of part of that club next year. Yeah, and I guess outside of shout for Terence Van Kooten as well, because he's the player I'd be most sad to not see playing for well, us next season. I. I, I, so that would that so that leads me nicely into young player of the year. Um, I think uh, I don't know what the club's criteria for a young player is. So we've decided amongst us yeah. that anyone anyone under the age of twenty five qualifies because if we didn't go for twenty five, we went for twenty one. We'd have we'd have Alfie Williams, Bailey Clements, and Harry Draper to pick from, and that just can't <laughs> happen. Because the other two ain't played, so it would be Bailey Clements who put is possibly the worst. Like he's 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 on par with Jack Jeb for the worst football player I've ever seen. Like so um <laughs> so let's say so we're gonna go twenty five and under. Um so the so I'll read out the players that qualify right, ignoring those three. Um and we'll we'll take it from there. I'm, technically Zane Westwood qualifies, but uh, he's rubbish. So <laughs> forget him. We've got Charlie Carter, Luther James Wilden. Terence Van Cooten, Elliot List, James Daly, and Arthur Reed. Wow. So it's actually a pretty strong sort of f- five or six players there. Six players: Carter, Wildin, Van Cooten, List, Daly, Reed. So again, with like with Reeves, if you were doing this in December, Elliot List wins that hands down. Yeah. He was the only one scoring goals, but he had scored a single goal since he came back from his, in- his injury. And he took a long time to come back, didn't he? He didn't really gain any form for well until Tisdale pissed off. So maybe that's something there. But um, so Jay, let's let's go to you. Who you got out of that lot first? It's got to be Terence. Got to be Terence. I didn't even think about it when we spoke about it on WhatsApp before before recording. But yeah, yeah Ter- Terence Van Cooten, 
he's been an absolute rock. I think Steve Evans alluded that if Terence wanted it more, he could go and play at a high level. But is he that? Kind Which, of uh, yeah, I thought that was a, I thought that was a weird thing to say because that's like that's proper questioning his like desire and his ambition isn't it and I just think that's a weird thing to be like yeah. saying publicly whether you think it or not like I think like I mean maybe he's just trying to give him a kick up the arse and say you're quality mate and we could do with your transfer fee or but, yeah that's like, what I'm thinking maybe he's putting him on the shop window without putting him on the shop window and I think part of that is I don't think he doesn't care I think he's just calm and it's not the same as you know being casual and not yeah. caring but oh know, mate semantics. that's just his character his character is Steady, uh, unexcitable. I've been out a few times. I've been out a few times with him on club duty. You don't really get a lot out of him. That's just the way he is. He's a very cool, calm, collected guy. Um, I've I've seen him in the car park a couple of times, um, either before or after games, and I always gone, "All right, mate." (laughs) And he and and his reaction is the same both times. Not a word, just just a nod, (laughs) and and. That's fine. I'll tell yeah. you. If you, you don't like. You don't want to talk. You don't talk, mate. But like, yeah, he just seems so laid back. He's almost horizontal. Yeah. So that's where I'm. Cool. Going. Cool. So we're all going Terence Van Cooten then. Well, I picked oh. Arthur Reed on the basis that Terence is so well established oh, in the squad. It. I forgot that he was young enough to count. Really. Yeah. I think uh, Arthur Reed. I, I think all season in in there would have been definitely a shout, and that's what I said earlier on, but. Didn't think that that uh, Terence qualified with our age bracket, so yeah, he's yeah, come no. good recently, but not not for a full season, that's for sure. TVC is definitely more yeah. important on the season as a whole. Yeah. So then we've got players. Finally, we've got players. Player of the year. Probably gone. We've probably done this back to front, really. But no one. Who do you think? Who would you you think that the players will oh. nail on? Now, I think the players are going to go Cuthbert. Yeah, I think you're right. You you'll leave the Cuth- you'll leave the Cuthbert on Norris. Cuthbert because he's probably it, it, it's probably his last season where he's the man in defence, right? Like getting on a bit. I'm presuming he's not retiring because if he was going to retire, something would have been said, and then there'd have been yeah. something made of it. Saturday coming, the game is Scott Cuthbert's last game, so I don't yeah. think it is. But I think you're right. I think if he's got the changing room and he's pulled them together, I think he'll he'll actually win it. Mm. Yeah. That makes sense. It's either him or, but it's going to be either him or Norris, isn't it? What do you think? Jake Taylor might be with a shout. It's a lot of dirty work. He was dreadful under revs. I mean, yeah, that's true. I was calling from a few drops and starting eleven, but and he started <laughs> play. He started playing well under Tisdale because obviously there's that there's that history with him, and Tisdale just knew like the only player he knew how to get anything out of was Jake Taylor. Yeah. And then Steve his 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 uh his performance levels stayed relatively high under under Evans. Um but obviously that's just because he's a better manager. But like he was really, really bad under under uh Rev so I don't know whether that would that would be the case. Mm. I think it's just so I think it's really hard to to, to work out because you don't know what goes on in hotels. Yeah. You don't know what happens at that training ground. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like for example, you might uh, personally you could you could actually go for someone like Ben Coker because he might be the glue to that 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 team if that makes sense. And you know he's a lovely he, guy. To be to be to be fair, uh, this something some little that I've I've noticed and it's probably probably nothing, but whenever whenever we score like the the, the odd goal we get. 
Coker's always like right in the middle of it, giving everyone a big old kiss and cuddle, isn't he? He's is class. He's is class. So he does seem a popular player, and he's been and he's been he's been good this year. Yeah, definitely, exactly. definitely one of the lads I'd want to keep around. Um, so possibly, possibly seems like a popular player, yeah. but I think for me, it's either going to be Norris because his goals have saved us, or it's going to be Cuthbert because it's Cuthbert. This is an ad hoc one for you. Would would Norris get goal of the season at Leighton Orient? Oh, it's sensational, wasn't it? Yeah, it's got to be in it. I can't, I can't remember. I can't, I can't remember any goals good enough. Other, any other goals? There, are, there are two. I don't even. I mean, obviously it was a penalty, but I don't even remember the goal on Saturday. Really, it was right at the end. I'd stopped paying attention like thirty minutes earlier. Um, I think uh, it's either it's either that or genuinely his header versus Tranmere. I still I still watch that sometimes. I've watched that three times today. Beautiful, just everything about it. Everything about it. Just the way he gets up gets back and then loops it over the goalkeeper that's sensational but yeah it's got to be the Oldham no Leighton Orient uh, goal in it it was absolutely blinding soft spot for that one from Ben Coker from really tight near the byline because he came onto that really oh, yeah, late yeah that was, that was a good that was a good old finish yeah we, we scored like four goals up until what feels like like February so <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's Norris, not much to choose from you had a there? good free kick from Norris which was just an absolute pounder at home you had Coker was that Liverpool, uh, Luton Coca free kick as well? I got that in camera. Oh, yeah. That was a blinder left footer. But yeah, other than that, they've all been uh, bang average. Yeah, just just tap ins or, or, or uh, scuffs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've I mean we've definitely had three or four goals go in that have like just hit someone and ended up in the net, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, the they all count, mate. Um, they all count, don't they? Oh, did you see, um, off topic, did you see the uh, tweet that went out this week about a certain purple away shirt next year? Oh, from, um, well, yeah. look, we don't know it's going to be, we don't know it's going to be purple. You're reading, you're reading into it so deep that you've read something else entirely, mate. The The tweet was about our away, uh, our third shirt, be the purple uh, third shirt. Yeah. And then Dominic Jordan said, if you like this, just wait until you see our away shirt next season. Not once does he say, our oh, shirt next season's purple. Mm-hmm. He just said, the per- shirt away shirt next last year is nice, oh. basically. Oh. Don't care. <laughs> Don't care. I'm just doing what everyone else is doing and uh, there was even a thread on it on Borough Chat, so it's got to be real. Yeah. I mean, basically, the strategy with the away kit seems to be <laughs> copy an away kit of a Premier League team and then rotate it around the London Premier League team so that the two team fans can go, oh, look at that away kit. That looks just like Blood Wars. I'll have one of them. I've got the on one that looks like Chelsea's one because I like black and teal for uh, Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> reasons. I, I really the- hate that away shirt. Stockport game on Monday, and it seems yeah. in the Conference League uh, uh, or the co- the Conference, sorry, that a lot of the teams are actually uh, kit made by Puma. Both teams, yeah. Stockport. Barrow Barrow have just uh, signed with Puma. Yeah, so whether they're doing a, a good deal for clubs at the minute, but both shirts <laughs> look quite nice. But yeah, being... it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll, it'll be lovely to bin off Macron, won't it? Oh, absolutely dreadful. I think the Puma kits are nicer quality than Macron. The couple I've had for Wednesday yeah. season. The the um. The feeler kits a few years back were uh, much better quality as well, weren't they? And, you know, the shirts were actually the size they had printed on the label, not like four sizes <laughs> smaller. <laughs> Honestly, Macron, someone needs to just give them a fucking slap. My seven-year-old son requires a medium adult's kit. I remember walking into the shop once. A shock, isn't it? And I got, 
I got I got Orin a uh, uh, I think it was the 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 top top end, no ten to eleven kit it was, and I was like, oh, there's the shorts, there's the t-shirt, where's the socks? Uh, oh, it's only one size, and I'm like, ah, right? Uh, what do you mean one size? Only one size of shorts, <laughs> literally. The only short uh, socks, sorry, that they had were one size fits all, including me, who's six foot four. Um, and literally, they came up to my hip nearly, and I was like, ah, "Why are you giving these away with ten to eleven year old kids?" I'm like, hang on, hang about, hang about, hang about. There's there's some some there that I've got to address. You are not six foot four. Yeah, six foot three and a half. Six foot four. Yeah. Six. Oh, all right. Sorry. Six six two at a push. I'm not. You can I'm disagree not. with a lot of things. You got to disagree on someone's height, <laughs> apart from Christy Pym. <laughs> Let's let's move it on then. Oh, uh, let's have a look. Uh, 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 Jay Bird's Twitter tweet earlier. Let's let's get some of these Twitter questions on the go. Uh, obviously, um, obviously, Border sent us a load, so we're just going to ignore those. Um, and we're going to start with the we're going to start with the broad hallway um, asking us, and this is this one's going to go to Pat. Oh. Would you rather fight a horse-sized Keef or a hundred duck-sized Keefs? Oh, now I'm I'm stronger in the legs than the arms from all the football days, so I would go for the duck-sized keys because I could hoof them. I could hoof them real good. Yeah, that's that that's what I thought. A, a horse-sized keef. That's just keef. Tramp, trample, trample. <laughs> <laughs> but it just trample the absolute dog out of you, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Whereas uh, the puntable option. Ducks, a hundred duck-sized keys. You could just kick them for fun, couldn't you? One Keith mouth in general is enough. Don't need two. Certainly don't need a hundred and one. <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah. All right. So we're not gonna we're not gonna ignore borders. We're gonna run through these quickly. Was Saturday as dull as it sounded? Yes. <laughs> Who will the players pick as their player of the season? We've done that. Done. Cuthbert. Cuthbert. Hopefully. Will the round of applause at the end of the season awards be a slow ha- slow hand clap or a real clap? It'll be a real clap because the only people who go will be the people who are like enthu- Farley oh. enthusiasms. Yeah. You won't get the cynical little I mean, blokes there going, "Oh, you're all ball bags." They'll just go out. Oh. Yeah, and then finally, which poor sod will have to host? Will have to host and try to be upbeat, Dean or Drackers? I mean, they're both excellent. It's hard to pick between them, isn't it? Well, I think I answered the question on Twitter. Um, imagine if it was a double act. Are you? Are you? Are you, are you tag teaming it? We are. We're both going to do it because uh, you're spit racing it, are you? We we basically Steady. felt that uh, I think it would be a lot easier to have a bit of fun us two. Oh, absolutely, with, with people in the crowd than than uh, the players that um, yeah are coming in. Rather, so, yeah. rather rather than rather than having Dean or you just sat in the crowd heckling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're bo- we're both doing it. I was asked to do it. And I said I'm only doing it if uh, I can bring him in. So we're both doing it. And uh, yeah, Beautiful. I, I think it'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, is someone recording it? I don't know. No, I can't not. make. I can't make it. I'd love to see see some of it. Oh, I'll get. I'll get uh, my uh, cameraman on it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. He's sitting oh. over there eating pizza. Oh, he's gone up back. <laughs> he's hidden now after he he had uh, oh. abuse from Nate towards me. <laughs> Scandal. Went away crying. Crying with laughter, son. <laughs> he absolutely loved it when I called you a slag. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, and then finally. Uh, 
Oh, finally, uh, Jaybird, you want to plug the Legends game and all that. So let's let, talk talk to us. Let's talk to us. What's going on? Tell us Well, about obviously, it. the Legend game happened last year uh, against um, Barnet, but uh, nobody screened any of the football players, and they were all 75 plus. And uh, unfortunately, poor old Glyn Creasy, who previously had a heart attack, uh, uh, yeah, nearly, well, very much did have another one. And with with the, the luck of uh, Kev, the absolute legend club doctor, and a few a few others of us who acted quickly, and uh, we kept them alive. So yeah. Anyway, uh, it was. So we're doing it again. We're doing it again. Yeah, but this time <laughs> I'm a bit concerned because Trev said uh, when I spoke to him quite a bit, he said, "Don't worry about the kit this year, though. We've got no fat bastards playing," uh, which is interesting. So uh, yeah, they've got a team together. We've knocked a team together, and uh, yeah, fans versus legends on Sunday. We. Uh, we had a training session this Sunday, which was interesting and needed. Absolutely diabolical. I know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you want to come down and see a million goals scored against the uh, fans team, um, yeah, <laughs> there's your day. I'm, uh, unfortunately, I'm going to be playing up front against uh, Sodji and Ronnie Henry. So Ooh. I'm just going to hide from Ronnie Henry for the whole game because he's a nasty man. Even though I love him, he's nasty. So, yeah, there we have it. But um, yeah, the biggest thing I think really is you know it's going to make a lot of money for the for the two yeah. the two uh, not charities one charity the MSA which was obviously Martin Gittin's, uh, uh choice of charity that they were doing it for the family which is massive again mm-hmm. uh, but the other one obviously is for the new player Almany that I kind of uh, took to the club and went come on now let's not just look after one player obviously we now know unfortunately martin passed away which is really really sad uh but the, the whole idea is now is that um yeah basically there's there's a there's a an almany set up for players that have played for steamage in the past if they ever need help that this this charity money will then help towards them if they need a bit of help i don't know really doing anything i suppose we've not completely uh sorted out the final details on it but i took it to the club we had a meeting and everyone thought it was a great idea and that, that's as far as we've got really so yeah, it's great. You know, if, uh, if uh, let's face it, I don't think we've made many millionaires out of Steam as football players. So, if we can help a few of them with a bit of money whenever they're in in need of help, then uh, yeah, job done. Absolutely, and I think it, absolutely. And I think it'll expand from there as well. My my whole idea was, could we expand it to fans? So, if there was a a plumber or an electrician that stands on the East Terrace every week, breaks his arm or leg, and doesn't get paid to work, can we actually help them? So, uh, uh, my my five ten year goal for it would be. Can we help a lot of people, if that makes sense? So we'll see. But yeah, certainly having the Legends and fans game will be a yearly thing that will help make, raise money. I think you'll see a lot more events for at the club. I'm hoping to get a ball on the go. And I know there's golf days and stuff like that planned already that Bob Makin and Tribs have done. So yeah, it's a start. To, let's, uh, let's do a um, Burrowpod Live. Let's do one of them. Yeah, nice. Get a, get a, get a load of old twats in a building. <laughs> get them all drunk. Let's talk about the club and put it out yeah, so there we go. So yeah, Sunday should be interesting. My wife doesn't, by the way, know anything about Saturday after the game Saturday or the Sunday really. And usually, I'm Dad's taxis at Jackford Towers. So uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a really great weekend of me not being here and uh, her wanting to kill me. So yeah, happy days, <laughs> winner. Excellent. All yeah. right. Well, I guess that covers the uh, the episode. We'll be back on uh, nondescript day weekday next week to talk about the Salford game. We'll talk about the Legends game. 
we'll uh, we'll talk about the end of the season and what we hope for the next season, and then there'll be a couple of a uh, couple more episodes to to follow on, and then the the following couple of weeks because we've uh, we've got a, we've got a couple of plans, haven't we, boys? Yeah, yeah, European tour, and uh, <laughs> Pat, Pat could do maybe one about the amount of toilets he cleans. And... <laughs> do you know what I thought you were going to say? Bird, the, the birds of the Lamex. I, I saw my first and only woodcock of my entire life at the Lamex, so, you know, it's a place, it's, it's, it's a, it's a hot, hothead. And, after your sparrowhawk, I saw a sparrowhawk on the wall of my neighbour's house as I was getting my bike out this morning. It's good times. Around the Roebuck area, all I get to see is a big f***ing pink pig on top of Marks and Spencer's. Oh, so, I saw uh... the And they've outdone us. They've got a bigger screen than us. Outrageous. Uh, yeah. We've only had well, where, where, Yeah, where's that, where's that f***ing screen that was promised three years ago? <laughs> Part of the North Stand... It was supposed to be a f***ing scoreboard. Oh, right, <laughs> calm down. Listen, they've cut it down, so they've got spare spare parts to it, I think, elsewhere. I think they use, literally, if you look at it, there's like two runs of three instead of three or four yeah. runs. So I think just to save a bit of a, a bit of cleverness, uh, they, they, they've spun it around and put it there so they can use it for advertising. It's quite quite effective when you go past it at night to be fair but yeah no yeah. look i'm not i'm not shitting on the idea of what they've done but they just lied to us about what <laughs> about giving us a fucking scoreboard that works and is good and big and actually shows you information yeah adapted the plans <laughs> all, all right jesus christ you could tell he'd do better as a politician sitting on the fucking fence <laughs> you get splinters on your ass <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, we, I've mentioned politics, so it's definitely time to wrap this up. Isn't it? It is. Yeah, go and vote. Go and go and go and vote, everyone. Go and vote in the locals on Thursday. Get the Tories out of power. Don't care who you vote for. Just wow. vote for whoever's more likely to beat them. Get those blue conservative shitbags out of out of power. <laughs> Fuck them. Anyway, that's that's but that's that's Barapod. That's us done. Are you not going Saturday, by the way, Nate? No, I'm not. Why? I've got to stitch up by my missus, didn't I? Ah. She said to me, oh, are you going to take Melissa to this birthday party? I was like, uh, yeah, all right. She was like, oh, I'm working. I'm like, oh, yeah, all right, I'll do it. Thinking it was like months away. And then I realised it was Salford at home, last game of the season. What sort of psychopath plans a kid's party for from two till four on a Saturday during the season? What's wrong with ya? Midday, to, midday till two, because then I've got an hour to get to football. Honestly, these people. So I'm going to go in, I'm going to basically send Melissa in, and I'm going to go sit in the car for a couple of hours and listen to us on the radio. I'll uh, randomly send you videos, if you like. Yeah, go on. That'll be a, just, that'll be a just laugh. Just give you an experience of the, 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 the day, the big day. Oh Jesus! Yeah, well, I can't wait for that. I, I'm genuinely, I'm, I, when when it happened, I was well annoyed that uh, well annoyed that I went going. I proper don't care now. Yeah, I, I just don't want to see Salford. Oh, Jesus, because we cause we never fucking beat them, do we? Like, so, <laughs> I mean, well, an end of season lose. game where neither side can do anything against yeah, Salford. If you're going to miss one, this is the one to choose, right? We Absolutely. could put Bruno's kit bag in their coach for when he goes home and try and get him back on there. Or just put him in the bag, <laughs> lock it, chuck it on the coach. See you later, you <laughs> oxygen thief. 
if only it was just Oxford. Anyway, anyway, let's let, let's let's end the podcast on a positive note. There, the thoughts of Bruno not long, no longer being at the club. Cheers, boys. It's been a been a pleasure. It's been a fun one. We talked about actual football for about ten seconds. Standard. <laughs> nice one. All See best. you later, everyone. Thank, thanks for listening. Yeah. Bye. What do you reckon the player's favourite McDonald's is? Sweeney screams fillet of fish to me. I can see that. I reckon TVC loves a McFlurry because they're smooth as silk like his first touch. Do you reckon Macca loves a Macca's? I mean, obviously. Just look at his cheeky face. And Revs definitely takes down a McNugget's share box on his bill. You want to watch what you say about our team's nutritionist? Order McDelivery now from the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.